0: Turn me up in my headphones. I'm
1: pretty loud, actually. You want me to turn you down in your headphones? No, I'm actually just like the way I like it. Are you sure you don't want me to turn you down in your headphones? Let me test it.
0: I took the walk to Poland. You like like that song? I took the walk to Poland. Yeah. I just can't get it out of my head. I fucking, I think I'm. I think I'm in love with it. I think that's that's the best song that... You're in love with a song?
1: It's a minute and like six seconds. That's that's pretty long. For love, (laughs) love, that's
0: pretty long, Alex. That song, I love it. It's maybe my favorite uh, song I've heard all year. It's a good song. If you haven't heard it, go listen Poland by Little Yachty. I took the walk to Poland. I mean, that's Are you all, tone deaf? Uh, that's all you need to know. I think I nailed that. <laughs> I took the walk. All right,
1: we we got we already got this part.
0: To Poland. We
1: already got this part. You don't need to do it more. Oh, you don't want it one more time? No, I don't I want it. I took the walk.
0: Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up? I took the walk.
1: That's the mute button, Alex.
0: Bo. Uh, You have a mute button now? I've had a mute button, yeah. And all it took was me singing Little Yachty for it to be deployed. Yeah. I mean, you kind of sang the whole entire song. What do you all mean? One,
1: you know, all like one minute. You <laughs> did every single verse. That's true. I did the whole you, song. You kind of could have stopped after one, one mm-hmm. or two. You know? Yeah.
0: No, that's it. That's the full song. Um, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I love the Nickelodeon shirt. Thanks. Who, wait, who sings that song? Little Yachty. Maybe we should keep it
1: that way. <laughs> Walked right into that one. Boom.
0: Got him. Um, damn. That's that's. I don't know how I
1: recovered from that.
0: How's your week going? It's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm having a tough week. Yeah, the Mets.
1: Yep, lost the tough. Mets.
0: Lost Kanye. <sighs> Those are two of the most important things in my life.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's good to get off the Kanye train.
0: <sighs> I mean, I, I, we could spend a whole hour podcast talking about Kanye. I'm yeah, not going mean, to do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do that. I just will say that as someone who is a Kanye sympathizer, supporter. Do um, you want to preface that with former? <laughs> I want to say that the um, the end of the road is here. And that's, that's a sad day, you know? I think there are people like me, for a lot of artists, that go through things like this, where mm-hmm. they have a hard time removing, separating themselves from, like, the glory years that you loved an artist and the, how much that artist meant to you and mm-hmm. how that played at your wedding or it was a seminal moment in your childhood or X, Y, Z about whatever artist, you know? put in Michael Jackson, put mm-hmm. in R. Kelly, put in other artists that do horrific things. And Kanye has been one where I was like, I was that guy. I was the one sort of like trying not to see it, I guess. And um, yeah, that ends that ends here. I mean, unfortunately, he is... Um, yeah, it's 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 even worse than we thought it was. Mm-hmm. And he's been an asshole for years. Mm-hmm. He's been saying some hurtful, awful things for years. And yeah, no, it's the end here. Um, the Mets collapse. Tough to call it a collapse because that's they, they didn't collapse. They just they played well all season, and just then they lost just they just steam. they just lost. Yeah, they just they lost it. A little bit of a collapse. A bit of a clip. So it's more that the Braves played really well. I just think they
1: got hot. At, they the got hot time. way too early yes. and then never, but, you know, never got back
0: in gear. I think that's exactly right. I think we talk about this a lot in sports where you're like, you want to get hot right before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Mets did the exact opposite was they lost a huge series of the Braves yeah. right before the playoffs, completely like cooled them off yeah and they just never found it back. yeah
1: i mean looking at that schedule a month ago you would think that you know playing like the cubs and the nationals and yeah you know finishing with like some in the pirates like and finishing with some of the like bottom feeder teams in the league you'd think they'd get a little hot but you know i think it's, it happens
0: i think um a lot of people and again no one cares about the Mets, but like there was it all came down to that series against the braves and they got swept yeah and that it's was tough. it that's tough uh, we had a great podcast with Madison Utendahl and Tori Baisden from Utendahl Creative. Um, we've been kind of doing um, a bad job with consistency on the pod. Mm-hmm. I will say, just as a promise to the listeners, uh, we're going to do the pods as best we can. Mm-hmm. We try to do them every Wednesday. That's our goal. Sometimes you miss your goals. Sometimes you miss your deadlines. Yeah, sometimes you take the walk to Poland. Sometimes you take the walk to Poland and you don't come back. Um so I took the walk to Austin for brand new conference, and that was uh, last week. Damn, you were tipping on stage? I uh, took the walk to Austin. It's big lean energy? Yeah, yeah. Sipping that perp backstage <laughs> um, and double cupped up and uh, felt felt very good about sort of how that went. Mm-hmm. Then took a little vacay, a little R&R. Birthday vacay. A little birthday R&R that just kind of worked out time-wise, so I stayed in Austin Mm-hmm. um for quite a while
1: were any of our fans at brand new uh
0: front and center fans i believe one or two. Oh, not a ton not enough uh front and center freaks no so. i didn't really get a ton i got i got i got a couple it wasn't zero but it wasn't like everyone i was kind of hoping for a little bit more there were there were a couple people that were like yo where's kevin mm-hmm. um fans of the pod but and, and it's possible that there was more like I go through this thing when I do speaking engagements that I just like kind of black out Mm -hmm. and it's because I'm so scared of public speaking and I'm so on the lean. (laughs) I'm so, I'm I'm, I'm so on the walk, um, that yeah, leading up to it afterwards, I'm kind of just in a weird, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm there, but I, 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 it's hard for me to remember much. Yeah. So back to reality this week, back to, back to the grind.
1: Yeah, I will say shout out to Armin for the shout out, but you uh, fucked my name up.
0: Oh yeah, what do you call it? Like a battery.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we did get a shout out. He didn't say it right. But, no, you know. but um, I'll take I'll take it. Yeah, no,
0: shout out to Armin. A uh, great great conference. I mean, the thing about brand new and this is we don't want to do a quick ad here for brand new, even though let's do it. Whatever. Um, I think is a conference. They they go so far and above and beyond what they the, what they need to do right in terms mm-hmm. of making sure the event's great the venue's great the 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 books are great the identity's great the music is great the the giveaways are great the timing is great like they literally have done this now for 10 straight years and um they they just do it incredibly well so that was why I was I was so excited to do it because I knew that there was going to be great room great people great speakers and I had to bring it and uh, I feel like it was broadened. Did they have the Oscar Mayer mobile there? They did not have any Oscar. Mm, mm. You know, big missed
1: opportunity there yeah. for sure. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I only go to conferences that have
0: the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. There, yeah, so. that's, you bring up a good point. So um, speaking of the die Line, um, I believe the die Line conference is next week in New York. The 20th? The twenty. I thought it was the 22nd, but I could be wrong about that. Why don't I look that up? While we're here, the Dialing Conference, New York City, is October twentieth. Kevin, you are correct, and uh, one-day tickets are available. And there's a great lineup of speakers, including both uh, Jessica and Andrew, and also Madison, who was on the podcast last week. Tosh Hall, Mackie Saturday, Brandy Parker. Go check that out. Like, if you like our podcast and you want to be sort of engaging with packaging and branding, Mm and um, go check out the Dialing Conference. And just read the dial-in because um those guys kill it every week. And um I think you know they they've been giving we have our Slack channel is so active now. Mm-hmm. It could be arguably one of our more active channels. Probably, yeah. Because um just the dialogue, the center die line sort of mm-hmm. fusion of brains is is quite um
1: prolific. Yeah, it's cool. I love talking to them.
0: The line is is doing incredible work, and uh, we're here to talk about uh, design and branding. And they have the best stories. So yeah, it's as best, simple as that. Best stories, best writers. Best writers, best stories. Um, where do you want to start, Kev? You want to get, do you have anything you want to get off your chest before we get into the uh, hot topics? Um, no. No. I don't think so. We missed
1: a lot of things.
0: There was yeah, definitely we, a lot we, of... There was a
1: lot of things I wanted to talk about, but they've kind of gotten swept up into the, uh, you know... Under the proverbial media rug,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Here today, gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite a it's quite a media.
1: I know, we missed quite a few juicy topics.
0: Yeah, yeah, what did we miss? We missed the Patagonia thing. What else? Oh, I mean, we talked about the Patagonia. Well, thing we talked about last f- week. oh, Figma. We, that was a big design story for like ten minutes. People yeah. were outraged that Adobe bought Figma for twenty billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, who, who really cares? Here's what I have to say. I have a I have a I have a thought on that one. If you're surprised that a company that was born to make money sold to a bigger company for a large amount of money, then you do not understand how businesses work. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of on a Gary Vee-off right now. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, if you create a company and someone offers you $20 billion for it, uh, what are they supposed to say? No? It's, oh, about no. The, it's about the principle, Alex. Oh, what's the principle? We're, we're doing this for the people? <laughs> no you take 20 billion dollars like and it's not like the they're gonna kill the product like i don't think that's their intention i think they're just gonna add it to the fucking suite
1: it could be a slow death
0: it's not going to be it's a great product they're gonna just incorporate it and just put a fucking make it part of the adobe family of 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 products they have so many products yeah like it just doesn't make any sense to me why people are like outraged by it. And I think that's because maybe they have like an attachment to Figma because they love it. Yeah. And they think of it as like not Adobe. But sorry, Adobe runs design. Yeah. Apparently they have twenty billion dollars to pay for companies. That, that
1: That's pretty crazy. That's insane. I would take twenty billion dollars. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know how much I would sell Center for? Two billion. That doesn't even have to be twenty. Wow.
1: I'll that's take not two even,
0: I'll take two. That's not even that much. No, I know. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm here. I'm here, Figma, Adobe. I guess it's just Adobe. Yeah, we'll sell the podcast for- Oh, God. We would do this podcast. I'll look right into the camera. Adobe, if you're listening, this podcast, the thing that we're doing right now, can be yours. Make us an offer. We're ready. A good one, though. A good one. I know you're trying to make content. I know you guys got a bunch of people making design, teaching people how to do clipping pads. No one wants that.
1: I think we need to get our consistency back up before we start trying to sell our product. This uh, is the product.
0: This is what people want. We got to get the consistency up though. Now, we're good. We're ready. If Adobe comes with the bag, we'll do it every we'll, do, we'll pod every day. You say that now. I'll pod every day for You say, the you
1: say that now but wait until uh, our I've special seen. our special little client comes back and you got to you know. Yeah, no. Take care of them. Well, listen,
0: if it's monetarily uh, w- uh worth my while, mm-hmm. I we do this pod for the love, for the people. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. If it's for money? Fuck, you know. We'll do anything. Yeah, make it better. Yeah, we'll make it fucking better. Um, I stayed up last night watching a guy on TikTok trying to do a big skateboard jump in a video game.
1: <laughs> that's just something you need to know. That's cool. Oh, I watched the Dream Team doc.
0: Oh, what do you think? I
1: thought it was pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, cool. I thought it was a little cringe when they were talking about like the, the military, Like when Coach K was like, these guys did the ultimate sacrifice, so you guys know what it means to wear USA on your chest. And I was like, that's so fucking corny. But you know, I get it like you gotta yeah,
0: you know that's that to be honest, I agree with you, but as a leader of men and women, I was like maybe I should bring in someone to center. yeah maybe, maybe we should get some yeah. fucking military yeah.
1: pre, military presence up in here whip it, us into shape. yeah,
0: I'm gonna get someone that like was... whip me into shape. yeah, exactly. You know? I was like, how can I learn from this? Yeah, I agree with you, I get it, but like the truth is yeah, I could see that being inspiring. No,
1: yeah, I bet it was. I mean, sure. as a former, as a former high level high school athlete, <laughs> I'll, I'm here to tell you that uh, if if yeah, my coach brought in a you know former military, yeah, you know veteran or former a, a military person, I don't, uh, you're ready to run through a wall. Yeah, yeah, it gets you fucking amped. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that they did do that, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it worked.
0: So I won't go into my sort of uh, Al Bundy, you know, back in the day stories, but I did do a photo shoot in 2008 with the Routine team. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was one of the greatest photo shoots I've ever done in my entire life. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Darren Williams, Chris Paul, and Dwight Howard Mm -hmm. on set. And Kobe Bryant. Sorry. All of them on set, same time, same place, three hours. Sick.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. My only other critique is uh, I would have liked to see more like behind the scenes. Yeah. I think... Like the famous clips of them at Wendy's and
0: yeah, I agree um, with that. More, more the joking around. The yeah, I, would, I wanted to see like yeah. a, more of a slice of life. That was one of the coolest parts in the thing that I remember from my time spending time with the Redeem Team. That that glorious day back in two thousand and eight. Um, I remember them like joking and like um, be, making fun of each other. Someone farted. Like it was like you know they were like they're friends. They're like yeah, they're yeah. very close friends. And then also I remember Kobe kind of being. In the same way they talk about in the documentary, sort of like being a bit of an outsider to the like mm-hmm. Chris Paul, LeBron are obviously like very, very close friends. And yeah, I just think it was. Um, did they reach out uh, for
1: comment from you? They
0: didn't reach out for comment. I was hoping that maybe they would have some of the, f- the footage or something from our our photo shoot or something or just like a billboard or something because we did run a big ad yeah. uh, with all of them together just to sh- like show show. I don't. Again, I didn't think they would. They would, but it just in sort of like one of those sizzle mm-hmm. of like the team and sort of how important that was. Because at the time, it was a big deal. Obviously, the documentary makes it seem like a massive deal, but it's it was a big deal that the U.S. kept losing and they yeah, I didn't. Like, real, you know. I didn't realize that that yeah. part of the story. And the big part that I do remember from the actual game, um, which they highlight heavily in the documentary, the the championship game. I remember them almost losing the game, and then Kobe just being Kobe, yeah. just being like, "We're not gonna lose. <laughs> put it on my back." Yeah, and uh, that's that's sad. It's incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. Just Kobe, just being the best basketball player in the world, yeah. and then yeah, he's 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 gone. So I loved when he sad.
1: ran through Pow. That was sick. I didn't remember that was, that that was at cool. All.
0: Yeah, I remember the shot that he hit, and he went like,
1: put the mm-hmm. his,
0: uh, you know shh on his lips i yeah. remember that and just being like oh my god kobe Bryant is a fucking stone cold killer and like that you know the debate of i remember the debate between like uh lebron and kobe like who's the best right now and yeah i mean in that moment it's just like game on the line <laughs> so much anxiety and pressure yeah kobe was like give me the ball so uh if you haven't watched it, the redeemed team on netflix is really really good um let's talk about stories kevin so uh, the first one that I kind of want to talk about is this uh, Balenciaga Lays chip bag. Mm-hmm. This is a story that comes from the Diamond Line and also on Hype East. It is uh, a really interesting story for me because the Kanye thing has obviously been really, really... Why you
1: got to bring it back to Kanye? Well,
0: because Kanye and Demna are really close friends. Demna is the creative director for Balenciaga. And they've been kind of doing this uh, derelict uh, mm-hmm. You know, fashion concept, which is garbage bags and you know clothes that look uh, destroyed. And we've talked about a lot of the Balenciaga sort of like stunty clothes mm-hmm. on the show. And it, it sort of takes fashion and uh, puts it into a place that's more concept art. Mm-hmm. It's more uh, you know, it's it, it's it's meant to stunt. It's meant to surprise people and. Yeah, this Frito Lays clutch bag is kind of incredible. It's an $1,800, if you're not familiar, it's a bag that looks like a Lays potato chip bag, but instead of saying the flavor name, it says Balenciaga. And on the inside, it's sort of, it, it, it has kind of more padding and it's meant to be sort of like a clutch. Mm-hmm. So you hold it and it looks like you're carrying a bag of chips from like the bodega. Yeah. But it's actually a bag for you to carry. And that's the story.
1: What do you, what do you got?
0: I just love it. I think it's the ultimate sign. If I want to get like on my branding and packaging, uh, sort soapbox for a second. I think brands are a symbol and a signal to other people about sort of what you are into mm-hmm. and, they are part of your personal brand and what you say to the outward world as much as the hat you wear or the jacket you wear, or the, the logo on your sweatshirt. And so, I think that's the role that packaged goods have now become, where you show up to an event or uh, you know, sort of at your uh, pantry at your house, or yeah, um, you know, your your products are meant to sort of communicate a lifestyle. And this, you know, I talk about this starting with vitamin water and living today with all the brands that we work on and a lot of the brands that, you know, you see on Snackshot, and a lot of the, you know, just the where packaging and branding has come to. And so this is now the ultimate sort of like elevation of brand as art and mm-hmm. as fashion. It's no, you know, it's not just about being seen with a bag of chips or, uh, you know, United sodas or whatever. It's literally a bag that um, is printed <laughs> inspired by packaging and it's sort of the ultimate low high thing. And uh this is a Pepsi brand. You know, getting in bed with Balenciaga, one of the hottest fashion brands in the world, Demna, obviously kind of like at the top of the fashion, uh high fashion, you know, sort of world at the moment. This is this is a good look, this is an incredible look for Lays. And this is a really cool way like I think it's always a little cheesy for brands and fashion to mix mm-hmm. at times. I think it's really like Coke has done high fashion collapse. Pepsi has done them like a lot of brands have done mm-hmm. those. You know, Ronnie Feig does them every fucking week. And I think they're often come off cheesy and lame. This one feels avant-garde and um, super modern to me.
1: Yeah. I agree with you on the fact that brands are a signal to like of what people want to belong to or whatever you said. Um, and I think that in this scenario, carrying this $1,800 lays bag, you're signaling to me that you're a dummy <laughs> and you have too much money. Yeah. No. And you should probably lose some of it. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I don't really care about this. No. I think, um, It's a cool moment for Lays, um, and good for them, but, you know, also, fuck Lays. Their chips are ass. And this this is Balenciaga. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yep, sure. Good for them. It would have been cooler if they had just walked down the runway with actual potato chip bags.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right, but I think that's, like, the flip on it. It's, like, it's kind of like, can you get away with it? Can, Can they get away with it? And I think they... This. get
1: get away with it though like who's what do you mean someone's gonna some people are gonna buy these
0: because they're 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 super yeah because they are hyped. fucking dumb yeah i would i would love one
1: yeah you want to look like a snack
0: yeah i always want to look like a snack um can i tell you i was just at a photo shoot today for a new brand that we're launching um and uh we had lace with our uh wraps and uh you're right those are trash chips
1: the only good purpose for Lay's is putting it on a sandwich in between the bread. God, I
0: got it, got it, got it as like a, an accessory to the yeah. sandwich.
1: They play there, but pretty much anywhere else, no. Nah.
0: Yeah. No. And so let's move on. Kevin, um, speaking of going above and beyond, this story kind of happened last week, but I think it's- This is, you know,
1: this is a little older than
0: that. Really? Um, Doug Ramsey- he is uh he was arrested on September seventeenth for charges of terroristic threatening and third degree battery um it he what was he doing
1: so he was at an arkansas football game okay when a car he was leaving the game okay when a subaru jutted out in front of him okay um getting out of a parking garage okay and he exited his vehicle okay and started banging on the Subaru. Yep. And obviously, uh, the people inside get out. Okay. And he grabs them by the shirt collar. Okay. And bites their nose. Okay. <laughs> and then, I think, smashes their back window or something. Okay. So, real fucking savage shit. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even have the excuse of they that Arkansas lost that game. C- because they didn't. They, they won. won. They won. And... To make it even worse, I believe the person who got their nose bitten mm-hmm. was also an Arkansas fan. So you got fan on fan violence. Got it. Which is even worse than the road rage and biting somebody's nose. Got like, that's it. fucked up.
0: And so this is a wild story, but we need to say the only reason that we're talking about it is because the man who was arrested for biting the other man's nose uh, was the chief operating officer of Beyond Meat. Yeah. So that sounds like to me. Thank you for sharing that story because I didn't fully know the um, circumstances mm-hmm. in which that happened. They were just trying to get out of a stadium. Yeah, lot. Pro- it's sitting in traffic. Sitting in traffic, and like probably one guy cut off the other guy or something, you know. And yeah, you know, guys, you're trying to get totally out. Nobody, get wants, nobody wants to
1: let you in. You got to be a little aggressive. And
0: totally, and you're waiting there for like an hour, and then someone comes in that cuts the line, and you want to mm-hmm. rip their face off. Yeah. You want to bite their nose off.
1: Yeah. So what do we think about this? I mean, I think it says a lot about um who's actually behind a lot of these eco-friendly brands. Um this dude was he served on the board of Tyson and he did a stint at McDonald's as well yeah, where he, he was like a safety officer, was which is, is kind president. of funny looking looking back at, at him, you know, being a safety officer and also uh trying to bite somebody's nose off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was the president of a uh, global uh, McDonald's business in t- 2019 and he was a champion of team member safety and sits on the company's executive safety council.
1: Yeah, there we go. There, there, those are the real facts. I don't really know what I
0: said, but I guess you I, you brought up a point that I, that it was immediately went through my head, which is the only reason this is a story is because he bit someone's nose and he works at a vegan company, right? Like yeah, he, it, if he just, if he punched him, it doesn't probably matter but if he punched him
1: he's he may have gotten like in legal trouble but like he's not there's no national story story.
0: the story is only a story because he ate or tried to bite his nose off yeah because he's a fucking freak because he's a savage and also because he works for a vegan burger company and so therefore it's funny that he's a vegan he probably isn't even a vegan no definitely not and the photo of him is particularly troubling he looks like a really scary football coach right he has like a bit of a angry gym teacher vibe
1: yeah he's just a fucking psycho
0: yeah i mean i think you're right like again it's like there's a difference between the brand and the people that you know the outward facing brand and the people that are Mm -hmm. behind the business and like you the brand is like kind of cutesy it's not even that cutesy it's like healthy good for you sort of like make the world a better place Yeah, i mean
1: they don't really even need to try that hard like just inherently being alternative meat yeah you know puts you in that position to you know, a greener space or like a little bit more approachable.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm on their website right now. They have both, uh, Kim Kardashian and Sean Watherspoon. So interesting sort of, uh, huge company. And so this is a really bad look for them. Right? Yeah. But
1: it also just blew over and nothing came from it. There Did were a couple hired. I, I don't know. I don't, I guess I should have looked that up. But, yeah. Let's see. Um, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to say no. I Do you think get, he's
0: still there? Yeah. I think he's still there. they suspended. Oh, wow, suspended. Effective immediately. Wow. Yeah, that just means he'll be probably back.
1: He'll probably just get moved around. Maybe they'll shuffle him back into Tyson. They probably won't give him like a chief. It won't put him back up, but, uh, you know, chief ranking officer. He might just be, you know, more in the shadow operations of... Daily,
0: Daily Bee said, Beyond Meat, C-O-O suspended after allegedly biting off more than he could chew.
1: That's good. That's a good headline.
0: There you go, Daily Beast. That's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, suspended effective immediately. Um, this was months ago. I think this is probably, yeah, one of those things where or about a month ago. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, it's so bad, but I don't know. He was forced to pay um, part of his $450,000 signing bonus. Sheesh. Well, that's you know. Yeah. I mean I guess at the end of the day it's just like you might not want to just blindly support companies that say they're good for you and He's just a bad apple. Just make he just think he's a bad apple. Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean fuck it. I've never had Beyond Mute, never will now. Uh moving on, Kevin. Um there's a story we've been uh, you know, looking at this packaging for a while, um and haven't talked about it, but I'm ready to finally discuss the dialing story of the week, which is called Flip Whip. You ready, Kevin? <laughs> Damn, this, one, this is another old one. This is a story that's been literally sitting in the sort of front and center docket for a long time. You ready for me to explain what Flip Whip is? Yeah, go ahead. Ranch, Blue Cheese, Kevin, where do you stand?
1: Uh, definitely Blue Cheese over Ranch. Same. But I think a time and a place for Ranch. Yeah.
0: There's a time and a place for Ranch, and it's not on Wings. No. Let's start there. It's not on pizza. Let's st- also you there. I think there. you can...
1: I think it, it, I'll say I think it depends on what like traditional buffalo wings no way but mm-hmm. like you get into some of those um kind of new age um yeah you know some of those new age flavors you might not want the cheese you know incorporated in there
0: well either way Kevin whether you're a ranch person or a blue cheese person you can you can agree that dipping or pouring these dressings They can be fucking messy. It can get uneven.
1: It's just a pain, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm pouring my blue cheese into a little bowl when I'm having wings, and I just, like, drop it, and it just spills all over my pants. Yeah. And I just have to walk around for the rest of the day with just, like, the out—like, it stains pants. Like, you oh. it, it can't really, once you spill ranch on the front of your pants, there's no really coming back from it unless you change your pants. And if, I don't always have extra pants on hand, so it's like, I don't know, what am I really going to do? I just got to walk around with ranch all over my crotch all day, and it's just, you know, it's not a flattering stain. It doesn't look good. It's not, you know, it's it's not just like water. It doesn't just go away.
0: But you can see the remnants, so... If I had a penny for every time that I dipped a wing into into blue cheese and it spilled on my pants, you know,
1: geez. No, it's not even. I mean, the dipping is just like little dots, which I can handle. <laughs> Those are fine, but it's just when I spill the entire fucking bottle of blue cheese uh, all over my crotch.
0: Well, Kevin, luckily I have a solution for you. Flip whip. Is a new line of sprayable condiments. Thank God. Featuring blue cheese and ranch flavors, just like whipped cream, that's what the bottle looks like. It dispenses out of a pressurized mm-hmm. can, resulting in fluffy, savory rosettes that sit neatly on top of eggs, chicken wings, steak. I'm sorry, else? eggs? Yeah, eggs. Fuck out of here. Don't be putting that shit on eggs. <laughs> anything else that needs a dollop of aerated flavor. Is that what they said? That's what I'm reading. Yeah. Um,
1: I think this is a new trend. Um, I think you can sell less product for the same amount of money if it's aerated. Mm. So I think people are pretty eager to do this. It's it's like a whipped cream cheese, you know? Sure. All they do is mix it up a little bit and get a little air in there, and it's a little bit more spreadable. And you buy the same exact size of it for the same price, and there's less cream cheese and more air.
0: Yeah, I mean, let me think about this for a second. Cheese comes mm-hmm. in an aerated cheese whiz. It
1: must be a pretty smooth consistency because those bl- there's no this won't be a
0: chunky blue cheese. No, this is coming in sort of like it, at least from the photos it appears it comes in like a whipped yeah sort of whipped cream type feel mm-hmm. from a consistency. I wonder how thick it is. Like, is it going to be thick? Thicker than like a whipped cream, I would hope it would be. I don't want what I don't want is blue cheese flavored whipped cream. That sounds particularly gross. Uh, but f- if it's whipped dressing, I mean, I'm, here I'm, gonna, I'm ready. I'm ready to make a stand. Why don't we order some? I think I would try this, and I think it could be good. I think it's not like putting putting it on wings is like.
1: Absolutely not! No, absolutely not! Don't do that. You need a th- you need a dense sauce for wings.
0: Yeah, I think it's more for like toast or maybe like I'm really struggling. Just, I think it's just straight up taking one right to the face. This photo that they have is on steak, mm.
1: which is- I mean, I guess people put blue cheese on steak. Yeah, me personally, I don't. Um, but I guess if you're eating like shitty steak, maybe you want that.
0: The second picture has it on celery, which I'm a little... Yeah, I mean that, that checks out. There's a picture of it on a soft pretzel. What? I don't want ranch or blue cheese on a pretzel.
1: I think they needed like a bona fide food stylist on set to tell them what and what not to put this on. Yeah.
0: The eggs that they're putting it on are, um, like hard boiled. So that's kind of okay, like, a, like, okay. a, like a deviled egg situation.
1: I walked that back. That's, that's a... Uh, that's an acceptable place yeah. to put a whipped ranch or blue cheese.
0: And then the last image here is on wings. And I will say, um, I hate no. to be a purist, but just don't no. fucking do that. No, absolutely no, not. no, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, I think I would be intrigued and interested to potentially put this in my mouth um, and see how it felt. I um, think you could hit a whip it out of it. I mean, they should, is this, uh, do you have to present an ID for this kind of thing? I think maybe, maybe so. Yeah. Um, just try
1: ordering some, see.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a much bigger blue cheese fan. I'm with you, Kevin, than ranch, but time and place ranch on like, I like ranch with French fries.
1: Yeah. Ranch is good with French fries. Like
0: if you go to Burger King or if you go to like, if I eat fast food, like having a ranch Mm -hmm. with the fries, I think is a particularly good, uh, sort of, uh. My I like, favorite type of ranch sometimes
1: I', think. I like a uh, some ranch with like some fried chicken, yeah, like you know mm, maybe, okay, maybe like, like a you yeah know, doing like a single dip,
0: okay, I get that I respect that. I mean, I like hot sauce and honey, it's kind of like what I like with my fried chicken, but I could see a ranch,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm really never gonna refuse a mayonnaise based sauce yeah. um with anything, so sure. yeah, i'm pretty I'm pretty game for wherever and whenever. With uh, those types of sauces. I will say... They um, can get it.
0: <laughs> people that make Hidden Valley Ranch the personality, that is... Oh, yeah. That, I that mean, is... That H- is H- like, Hidden Valley
1: is the worst. That, like, yeah. You know, stop, also... Stop that. I will say that you can make a fucking slapping blue cheese in probably... A blue cheese dressing in probably yep. about five minutes. That's mm. much better than anything you'll find in a store. And it's like really not hard at all. Um, it's like, you know, mayonnaise, sour cream, blue cheese crumbles, some lemon, some fresh pepper. Oof. And I think that's it, to be honest.
0: Sounds great. Sounds like a good time. Kevin, I'm gonna move on here. Um, our favorite duo is back, and that is Arby's and Pusha T. Um, I'm looking at their merch right now. So they they launched a um another tasteful music video. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch it. So can you tell me what it what it is? It's been a while. So why don't you? Can you play it? It's only like a minute. Okay. They call me when it's time to do that. The quality ain't up to my standards That McRib falls below average Replaced by the country style Arby's Rib Sandwich Whoa. Straight out the smokehouse Texas my old route Eight hours to slow cook Keep push for the rollout The boss with the smoky Q sauce The real country style McRib get lost Yeah, This doesn't compare to That replica rib patty I'm screaming how dare you You know that I'm already Arby's taking taste to the next level is the choice we you won't settle? McDonald's, what you selling? Mystery
1: meat. Pop up and go away. What does history teach? Mickey D's, McRib. You ain't in the streets. The real country style rib sandwich here to keep eat. Look, straight out the smokehouse. Country style Arby's rib sandwich. What you
0: know about? We coming straight out the smokehouse. McRib, you just look like a clown. And that's with no doubt. This is a paid advertisement by Arby's. All right, I'm ready to make a decision. Yeah. I'm not here for this. No? No, I mean, listen, I just it makes a lot of sense, right? You got Arby's, you got the sort of cowboy vibes, you got the cowboy hip-hop vibes. This just feels like Arby's is, uh, it just feels like Pusha T, you know, taking a bag. And uh, I'm such a big fan of Pusha T's rap music. I thought the first one was unexpected. It had a good story. Mm. It was like, it was about flea a Fish, which like it was very much in like, Um, push a tease rap style you know what i mean and just it it felt like it felt it felt smart and authentic Mm -hmm. dare i say that word even for something that's like clearly premeditated pretty pretty hard this feels like advertising and marketing and the merchandise is kind of mid so yeah Um, i'm i'm kind of you know i think i had to say this this probably is not gonna they probably should have stopped yep mhm i
1: think um like i i don't i i like obviously the first one had a lot of heat on it yeah it got a lot of attention because like you said it was unexpected it you know nobody saw it coming and then like this one i just feel like i didn't i didn't even see it really circulate at all like like, literally, at all. The only yeah. person that sent it was Rudy. And he, he literally sent me the video with, like, probably less than... I think he sent it, like, right when it dropped. It had to be... Classic Like, when Rudy. I saw it the first time, it had under 100 views. Classic, nuts.
0: classic Rudy.
1: Um. So, shout out to him for that. But... yeah, I thought... Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it is mid. Um, it's The bars aren't as good. Yeah. And... Because yeah. a like little why, Nas
0: X kind of... You know, old town roadie.
1: Yeah, I don't really understand. Like, Uh. is I want to know the number that they're giving Pusha T, and you know, good for him for getting that. That's commendable. Take take taking Arby's money, sure. Um, but the funniest thing to me was that in this line of merch that they launched, it says like Pusha T eats at Arby's or something. He put his name on this Arby's collab, and I thought that was, you know, kind of hilarious. Um, cheap as the brand a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just push it to you better than that, but I got it, you know, got, got money in front of him. Got more. Fir- on the his first, mind. The first one worked, but I just think that that's kind of feels like it's a bit of a reach. Uh, Kevin, people are shocked, surprised, impressed that Randy Johnson's a photographer, Hall of Fame baseball pitcher. I don't understand. Why do people care? Like he was I one mean, of the best pitchers of all time. And, he has a second career.
1: Well yeah, it's just like nobody really ex- expects to see like a pitcher or like nobody ex- really expects to see an athlete like
0: having another job.
1: Yeah, you know him from one thing and they pick up another thing and
0: but it's 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 not even like he's doing something totally it's not like he's a sh- restaurant tour now. He's he's shooting sports. Like it's not really that crazy.
1: Yeah, no, it's not that crazy and like you have enough money you can buy yourself the fucking sickest photography equipment, like...
0: Yeah, and he likes to be around sports and he likes to be around the players and it's probably... Like, that's a cool-ass job. Like, no, it is, a for sure. Photographer, like, those guys on the sideline that go to, like, practices and fucking preseason games. Like, it's a tough... Like, you think it's an easy job. It's actually really tough. Like, you're on your feet all the day. You're on your feet all the time. You're carrying heavy equipment. You're traveling a lot. Like, it is not a glamorous job,
1: but... I'm you know, sure he's not doing i bet it, he to is to that extent
0: i bet he is i think he is i saw um some people are showing he also is into like um like death metal yeah and he's been shooting uh death metal concerts for rolling stone for like 10 years yeah so no, he's like I mean, that's pretty cool right? it's not yeah. even just sports yeah. he's just a he's a professional photographer it's like cool good for him yeah makes me happy do you like his logo yeah, I think I I, don't, I like the concept of the logo is the dead bird because he famously uh, killed that bird with a pitch, pretty epic moment. Look yeah, it up on YouTube if you're having not familiar. It, what?
1: Uh, let me guess. It could be pushed further.
0: No, it could just be executed better. Um, <laughs> same thing.
1: Yeah, Randy Johnson, get at us. Get
0: at us, Randy. We're happy to do your uh, bird logo. I
1: think it's fine.
0: Great. Same. He doesn't need a logo. He's Randy Johnson. He's. Uh, RJ51. He's one of the best Photos.com. He's one of the best pictures of all time. Shout out to the big unit. Um, Kevin, last story of the day? Yes. Um, and that comes from Monster Energy. Monster, you uh, may be familiar with their, their their line of energy drinks. They um, The drink, official drink of the devil. The mark of the beast. Yeah. The mark, the, the devil. Yeah. 666. If you turn the logo upside down, something... Looks like something. Mm-hmm. Antichrist brand. Look up that YouTube clip if you've never seen it. Um, Monster announced that it was buying a company called Canarchy. They are craft brewery collective. And apparently they have a whole whole ton of brands. And I assume, just completely reading into this, that part of that move for $330 million was to allow them to expand into alcohol mm-hmm. because they obviously monster is a massive, massive brand to be dollar wise. It is huge. You may not understand it or it may not be something you see a lot of people drinking, but in this country, I don't, I'll look up the numbers, but it's, it's, it is an absolute monster. Um, and so they, like everyone else, is getting into the hard <clears throat> seltzer game. And I guess this isn't really a seltzer; it's a just essentially it's a hard monster. It's a malt liquor. Yeah. Um, last year they did 6. 6, 6, bill, Six billion. Damn. That was a sixteen percent increase over last year, where they did five point five billion.
1: So they yeah, are next year they're getting a 6.66 billion. So
0: they are not fucking around. Um and so they now have unleashed uh Un- unleashed the beast, which is their new product. It's a flavored malt beverage range. It's actually called The Beast Unleashed. Um and it will come in four flavors, 6% alcohol by volume, which is whoa, pretty low. Um releasing late 2022, so that's pretty much now. And uh, at the National Association of, of Convenience Stores, Kevin, a.k.a. Nax, mm-hmm. um, that's a trade show. Maybe we should go one year. Canarchy let its beast loose onto the world, giving everyone a first look at the monstrosity that will soon lurk <laughs> inside coolers. Wow, what a pun. Yeah, you know what the four flavors are? Mean Green Scary Berries White Haze and peach perfect, hmm. could have done a little bit more there on the names.
1: Me green scary berry. Those are good. Those are good names. Peach perfect is like, what are you trying to convey here? I don't know.
0: So, so let's let's so the names. We give them a, like a a five out of ten. That's kind of weak. Um, the name. What do we think about the beast unleashed?
1: I know some people on the internet were talking about it maybe being a little insensitive to people who may have grown up in families that had alcohol abuse issues. Um, and, you know, I, I sympathize with that. Um, I think it's always good to be sensitive. Wait,
0: sorry, what?
1: People like Unleash the Beast is like, I, I don't know, like people getting drunk uh, and becoming a beast. Or, nah, like, it, has, nah. it doesn't have the best connotations. Um, God, I got, got it, got it, got it. My okay. POV on the name is that I just don't know where they would have gone that wouldn't have been aggressive and, like, you know, <laughs> like, not. I, I don't know what they would have called this that wasn't the Beast Unleashed. Like, with a name like Monster, like, you kind of just got to keep kicking the can down the road in that direction. Um, Pun intended. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not really for you to say. No, it's... Our, yeah, no, that's... No, it. the pun, the pun part. Oh, is it for, intended? Yeah. <laughs> so don't put words in my mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I get, I get, now I get it. Like, it is offensive to someone that maybe grew up with someone who literally drank alcohol yeah, and, and turned and into a beast.
1: Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not m- more offensive as as it is like, just kind of like, yeah. you know, <laughs> not... <laughs> Totally considering the fact that people have like alcohol issues and yeah, yeah. people become actually
0: like really shitty sometimes. No, and now that you have mentioned it, I definitely think that's that probably not exactly the thing you want to be celebrating. I will say here's another thought I have. So, so the name problematic potentially, but also just like it, 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 for me, I'm like, I don't necessarily. This is a crazy thing I'm about to say. I don't connect the brand monster to actual beasts or like creatures. Mm-hmm. Like I think of monster sort of as like a metaphor <laughs> like for an attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a yeah. lifestyle. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a way of being. Well there you go. Brand it again, Alex. <laughs> I don't think of it as like an actual monster. Like, oh, it's a goblin. It's a ghost. It's a monster. It's like, I don't think of it like that. Wait,
1: are you telling me that this name is a metaphor?
0: That's what I think monster the brand is. that's how I think. You of. think
1: do you think you really think that?
0: <laughs> I do. I don't th- I don't connect monster the brand with monsters.
1: I thought there was like an actual monster that they had named it after.
0: Oh yeah? That's yeah. what you thought? Yeah, I thought like that, that they that actually did the claw logo yeah. too. Yeah.
1: yeah, I thought that I thought that there was some three three clawed monster out there that <laughs> they had chained up in, in the in the headquarters that awesome. they were you know, it's harvesting possible. its piss
0: and bottling it for human consumption. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> that's a good backstory. <laughs> I mean, that's a, I mean, not to go back to, to to capital B branding, but it's like brands live inside people's heads. Like that's yeah. what you think of when you think of Monster. I think of Monster as like just like shitty punk bands and like skateboard people. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 so I. I don't know. I think of it as a lifestyle, not necessarily as a creature. Yeah, for sure. This brand is clearly like leaning into the creature part, both with the name and then also on the packaging. It has like sort of an eye of like a monster, (laughs) like an actual
1: beast. That's the actual beast. That's the beast. That's the
0: beast I think of. And it has an eye that has sort of like a, you know, sort of like a heavy eyelid of like a, Mm -hmm. a, of a, of a, of a creature. Yeah. And then the eyeball itself has an M on the inside. I don't know.
1: I think I do a similar thing that you do with Monster. Um, I think, to me, Beast is like beast mode. So it's like, Mm. you know, I'm unleashing the beast. But I guess that's not exactly what you really want to do when you're fucked up on alcohol. I don't particularly care for the name. Um, I think we're also forgetting. um, What did they call? uh, I feel like in the early 2000s, there was a beast. There was a beast drink. Like a, it was like a, a shitty beer.
0: Oh, beast uh, beer. Milwaukee's best.
1: Yeah, I think that was the uh, the the word, the name on the street. That's what the kids were calling it.
0: Ooh, a beast. Yeah, I, I, that that feels familiar. Um, Milwaukee's best. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm reading this article right now from uh, the one and only Rudy Sanchez from that line and he says like. It might not be the best name because alcohol can turn many people into aggressive abusive monsters, kind of beasts that should be stay caged up, yeah, it's not
1: I mean that's facts,
0: yeah, it's not encouraging people to get angry junk, but yeah, I mean, I could see how it could be interpreted that way,
1: yeah, I just don't really I can't think of another direction <laughs> like, mo- I yeah, like I don't know I can't think of another direction monster could have really went in, yeah, um
0: well. For me, I'll go out on a limb here and say, I have no interest in this.
1: Yeah. Maybe they could have called it Hard Monster.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess just like, where do they go? It's like time to unleash the beast. It's like the beast unleashed. It's just, I don't
1: know. Do you ever see that r- movie Role Models? Paul Rudd and Sean uh, William Scott? Yes. A million the, years with ago. With the, en- the slogan for their energy drink company is Unleash the Beast. Yeah. That yeah. That
0: makes sense. Uh, yeah no it's 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 almost two on the nose yeah so i'm not totally here for this idea. that eye is truly bad though no and it's kind of terrifying yeah oh kevin real quickly you gotta go but um psl season's back spooky season's back um oh here we go are you ready i'm just gonna fire yeah, me, yeah. You. uh pumpkin cinnamon pumpkin spice ultra strong hefty trash bags
1: uh I hate scented trash bags. These are hilarious.
0: I will not be using these. This is a trick. Yeah, I'm here for this one. Give me the scented cinnamon PSL trash bags. That's hilarious. Yeah, let's get them for the studio. Yeah. Um, Krispy Kreme Donuts. um, They just changed their name. To what? Krispy Scream. Oh, (laughs) that's terrible. Get out of here. Well, it's like kind of a metaphor for
1: like Halloween, you know, like (laughs) where you kind of like scream,
0: you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 picking it up. <laughs> what you're throwing down here, it just seems weird to me that the donuts inside are just regular Krispy Kreme. I think they, they have other donuts. I just I I, per- I particularly
1: they do. We covered it last year, and they had the same like you know one with a spider and all that shit. Oh, um, but me, I like the original glazed from Krispy Kreme. Oh, but uh, that's a that's that's a treat for me. I like a, I like a nice name change. That's a trick for me. To get out of
0: here um kevin what's up with the burrito so the bu- the chipotle burrito
1: is back kind yep, of talk to me um basically they're having a large push for people to join their rewards app <laughs> 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 and that's what this is mas- masked masked uh, in hmm. and i think you need to join the app to get quotations free burrito, but in reality it's like a six dollar credit <laughs> towards an entree at the restaurant. Oh, and
0: you have to sign up to a rewards program and put in all your information, they get through mm-hmm. your email, they like yeah, get your yeah. phone number, so they can harass
1: you. Six dollars for all your information, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But go ahead. Um great ba- back in my day you could throw a piece of foil on your arm and you get a free burrito. So wow, back in my day. Chipotle, you you've uh you've sold out, you've you've really Kind of diluted your fan base.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, go back to go back to dressing as a burrito to get a free one. Like that was just unbeatable.
0: Yeah. So wait. So sorry. You have to. You just could dress up like anything. No. Back in you could like, I
1: remember in college going to Chipotle. Yeah. And you could like dress as a burrito. Correct. And you would literally get a free burrito. Correct. That's what this is born from.
0: But now you can just like dress in. Yeah. Costume. You can just dress up
1: and that's like bullshit. you get you get six dollars. That's shitty. Make people dress
0: up like burritos. Um, At least is, that's funny. Isn't
1: there another initiative? Like, they're, um, they're, they're like giving away money, too. Uh, it's just like a very convoluted, like, get, please. <laughs> they're literally on their knees begging you to join their rewards,
0: rewards app. Yeah. I'm literally reading the uh, sort of chopped up, you know, sort of bite-sized piece of information for me, and I still don't want to read it. Tripoli will give away a total of $5,000 each day on October 13th, 20th, and 25th, whether those days mean just completely random. With a last-minute costume shoppers in mind, the brand will double down and give out a total of ten thousand dollars cash on October twenty seventh. Why? No one cares. They just want people. They'll pay anything yeah. for you to get their rewards. They want information. They yeah. want your data. Yeah, get out of here. Uh,
1: this is a trick. Get out of here. Six dollars is not a full burrito. Not in really? this economy.
0: How much is a fucking uh, chipotle burrito? I bet it's those? probably
1: like eight nine bucks. I don't. They haven't been six dollars for a long time.
0: You ready for my hottest take maybe ever on the show?
1: I, I'm sh- I'm sure it's not gonna be all that hot.
0: No, it's not that hot at all. I think fucking Chipotle is garbage.
1: I mean, you you you've been in New York for a long time. I think I think once you get outside of uh, these big cities and you start getting into suburban land, Chipotle is sometimes the uh, best option you can reach for.
0: I've had it less than ten times in my life. Yeah, I think it's, I just think it's like completely overrated. I think the food is like bad, and people think it's healthy somehow.
1: You can eat healthy at Chipotle.
0: I think it's garbage.
1: You can you it is possible to eat healthy at Chipotle. I don't, I don't think that's true. Yeah. We just I, get the get the salad. I could just eat, get the greens. I bet I, I I'm telling you this. I could eat not that I want to do this. Yeah. But if I was on an all Chipotle diet, I could I could shed some lbs. Yeah, because you'd be shitting out
0: your ass literally all the time. You'd just be fucking. <laughs> yeah, that
1: i that E. coli is hitting; it would just come right out the other side. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that, fuck this. This is a tr- this is a trick.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm this is a literal Tripoli, trick just to get your information. I don't think is in the top ten of my like. I can name. I'm not gonna do it, but like I think it's not in my top ten of fast food. I don't even think it's in. The, it, it might not crack the top twenty. Yeah. Like I just, I think it's totally just not good at all um last uh story here kevin or last trick-or-treat thing kitkat has a never-ending candy bowl so they decided for the halloween season they uh, were going to create this trick-or-treat bowl and basically they put it on top of a table and (laughs) it just as you take stuff out it fills up (laughs) that's the trick yeah man wow What would I come up with next? That's
1: actually the treat, Alex. It, It never ends. So, you know, signs that say, take one, you dump the whole bowl into your sack, you move
0: on. Everyone can do that now. Take what you like. I just don't understand it. It just sits on, it just, it's like a magic trick, but it's just literally, it's sitting on a table. That has more kickettes. Yeah.
1: I think what they do is there's a hole in the bottom of the bowl and then they have some sort of like mechanism that like raises the candy level, you know? Yeah. Or like maybe some sort of pressurized system.
0: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on this. No, one, you don't, you're not a, you don't want, you don't want it. No, this feels take all you want. Yeah. It just raises up.
1: Yeah. This is a treat though. I mean, oof. This isn't going anywhere. This is they made one of these and who knows if anyone's even going to be able to take candy from it?
0: Yep, and guess what? Didn't even get any likes. 1000 likes on on Instagram when they posted it a day ago. They have 240,000 followers. Get out of here. They literally posted a a just a <laughs> just a random video of the chocolate bar cracking, which you've seen a million times and I got twice the amount of views yesterday. All right, so, give
1: me a break, Alex.
0: <sighs> Kevin, you know what the outro song is.
1: What? Hit me. No.
0: Poland. No. I took the one. I was thinking I was thinking Creed. It's been a while. To Poland. Well, I don't know if that's even Creed, but. I took the one. Right. No more.
1: To Poland. It cut off.